Jamie Summers from Afternoons with Heart and Humor. Something you may not know about me is I'm really conscious of what I put in my body. So I eat healthy, try to stay as active as possible. That's also why I was so excited when I heard that Dr. Kellum at the Kellum Stem Cell Institute is able to retrieve my own stem cells and place them exactly where I need them most with focused infusions. If you're ready for something more effective and a healthier way to heal, get more information at KellumStemCellInstitute.com. I'm Doug with an opportunity to catch up with Rachel Adams and to talk about her new book, A Little Goes a Long Way, 52 Days to a Significant Life. Rachel is a writer and podcaster who started her ministry to help women realize their God-given purpose and significance. She is the host of the Love Offering podcast featuring real stories of women who are living out their faith and along with her husband, Brian, run a family business and farm in Kentucky with two kiddos and two doodle dogs. I love that. Rachel, welcome. Hey, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm captivated by this with the idea that this book is intended to encourage women, but obviously it's going to encourage some men along the way as well, right? You know, it really will. And, you know, of course, I, I am a woman and I wrote from that perspective because that's the perspective that I know. But since the book has released and I've been sharing this message, I'm finding that it really does resonate with with men and women, with children that I didn't anticipate. And, and just no matter what season of life we're in, whatever generation, we all have this need to want to feel significant. We want to feel like our life matters, but so many of us feel like our life is just too small. Our lives are very just too mundane and ordinary to make a big difference, but yet we want it to. And so that's kind of this this wrestling and this tension that this book speaks to. Yeah, because I think anybody can identify with that. We have these seasons or these moments where these highlights and then or what we consider highlights. And then there's kind of, I don't know, for me, I sort of look at it as filler. Well, I'm kind of on this filler until this next big event. But I think you want to let people know that every day, every moment is an opportunity uh, to make a big deal, to make a big difference. It really is. You know, we we know that God works in big, miraculous ways. I'm not ever going to um, demonize the big ways that He does work, but I also don't want us to discount the small, little ways He works, too, because He's with us in every single moment. And I think that when we start to view life in that way, with that perspective, it just creates such a a hopeful expectancy to see, what is God going to do with with this moment right now? So what was the what was the genesis? What was the inspiration uh, to to put this together in the first place? Well, it, it was my own struggle. You know, I, I, you mentioned at the very beginning of the show. I'm a small town Kentucky girl. I'm a stay at home mom. I have two children. I'm a wife. So most of my days, I'm, I'm making beds and folding laundry and going to the grocery and going to the post office and picking my kids up from school and attending ball games and doing homework and you know some and. I, I go to bed and I wake up and I do the same thing the next day and the next day and the next day. And so whatever, whoever is listening, whatever your to-do list is, whether you're going to the office or wherever you are, the gym, uh, church, whatever you're doing, we can start to just feel like, gosh, God, does any of this matter? And so it was this kind of wrestling. And so I went to God's Word. You know, when we need wisdom, that's a, a good place to, to start and, and to finish, actually. <laughs> Go to His Word just to see, like, God, what do you say about this? I'm I'm struggling. And so when I went to His Scriptures, I just found that a significant life is actually simpler and maybe even smaller than we think. And there's so many Scriptures to back that up. You know, this devotion, I, I wrote 52 devotions, uh, 52 days to a significant life. But the reality is, 
is, is we're all living a significant life. We just don't realize it. Well, can you share a, a biblical example or two about some of the stories in the Devo? Uh, yes. I, and I joke, too, that I, I think I could have written 365 because they, <laughs> it really is all throughout God's Word. You know, from the very beginning, God created us from dust. He created us from something simple and small, and it's Him who breathes life into us. And then you look at Abraham and Sarah, you know, you're, you're talking about the Genesis, the very beginning in Genesis, mm. um, they were, honestly, they were old, and they were impotent, and they were barren. And those are the people that God chose to create generations, future generations that were going to number more than the stars in the sky and the grains of sand on the seashore. That's who he chose. And then you fast forward into the New Testament, and you look, who were the disciples that Jesus chose? They were ordinary fishermen. They were zealots. They were tax collectors. It was just people doing their ordinary, everyday jobs, using everyday objects. Um, people that failed and, and felt failed and fell short of, of um, many of the, the standards that God had for them in that day, but yet that's who he chose to surround himself with, and that's who he chose to start the early church, and that's who um, we are still today. God is still using um, us and can partner with us to do extraordinary things. A little goes a long way, 52 days to a significant life. It was interesting when you were sharing about um, your day-to-day and uh, family and mom and all of that. It made me reflect on my own wife, Cheryl, uh, who for a season was in public education, and then she wrote a book and she spoke, but now she's in a season of just being at home. And I know sometimes she feels like there's this comparison, you know, when she gets asked, well, what do you do? And she kind of feels like, well, I'd take care of the house as if that's some sort of insignificant thing. So I could imagine, too, woven through this is having to to to, to cast off this whole comparison mentality that somehow whatever you're doing isn't going to be deemed significant enough in the eyes of someone else. That's exactly right. You know, I, I think that, that culture, in our culture, we were communicated that, like, bigger is better. And so that's what we're always striving for. And if you go back again to Genesis, when Adam and Eve had perfection, they had everything they could have ever wanted, but the the enemy, the devil, he wanted to distract their eyes to something different than what they had, something seemingly better. But we all know that it really wasn't. And I think that the enemy is trying to do the same thing to us today. He's trying to, to take our eyes off of what God has given us in this very moment to steward the talents, the gifts, the resources, the time that he's given us. Because because he's trying to keep us, maybe our eyes fixed on what everybody else is doing, what seems to be bigger and better. And then also just like keeping our eyes on maybe what we were able to accomplish in the past. And to your point about your wife, in previous seasons of our lives, you know, when we when we maybe aren't raising kids anymore, or we, we're, we aren't in the workforce anymore, um, and, or maybe even physically, we can't do what we once were able to do. Mm-hmm. There can be this lie that, well, maybe I'm not as significant as I once was. But I think, again, that's just a lie from the devil, because if, if he can keep us stuck in that lie, keep us discouraged and defeated, then we quit, and then we do nothing at all, which is exactly what he would want us to do. And, and the reality is, is there's just too much at, at stake. You're still here on the earth. We're all still here. So there must be something that God still wants us to do. Mm. I love that. I mean, the Bible certainly says, I have plans to prosper and, and not to harm, to give you a future and a hope. And we have to remind ourselves on a daily basis that even though we may think we're in some insignificant in our minds moment, that's really not the case. 
Yeah, it, it absolutely isn't. And I think that, again, we can go back to Scripture and we can look. You know, the reality is that even Jesus himself, you know, we, we can, he was born as a baby in the tiny town of Bethlehem, and he never traveled outside a hundred mile radius. And then his, his childhood, we can kind of assume that he was a carpenter with his dad, his earthly father, Joseph, and he studied the Scriptures and he probably played with his friends and went to the synagogue and celebrated holidays and shared meals and and then when he uh, officially launched into his ministry at the age of 30, he still walked along the roads and had conversations and told stories and shared meals and um, washed people's feet and sat with one woman beside a well to share one cup of water. And so I, I look at the way he lived his life, the rhythm that he lived his life and the things that he did and how he prayed for people and held children and, and just touched them, you know, a gentle touch from the Savior. And those are still things that we can do today. And so if nothing was too insignificant for the Savior of the world, there's nothing too insignificant for us. Amen. Rachel Adams, the devotional, a little goes a long way. Um, so at the end of each devotional, I'm loving this, it says, your little task, thank you for that, for not overwhelming us, uh, your little <laughs> task, and then a prayer prompt. Talk about that. Yes. You know, we, we are all so busy, especially this time of year. And, and, and so this, this the idea of this book is not to give you more to do. <laughs> That's the last thing we need. We don't need more on our to-do list. We want to cross off those things on our to-do list, right? But um, the, the reality is what my hope is, is to just to start to value the little we are already doing. In this book, there are, these are things that you're already doing, and you just don't realize the significance of them. You're probably already sharing meals with people. You're probably already saying hello and having conversations and having encounters and praying and telling stories and making an effort and writing letters. Like these are giving gifts, especially, again, this time of year at Christmas. And so, like, just to look at those things that we're already doing and say, okay, God, I trust that you're going to take this little thing that I'm offering, and you're going to take it a long way. So I'm just going to continue to say yes. I'm going to continue to be willing and be obedient to whatever the Holy Spirit is prompting you to do. And with you, Lord, I'm giving it to you, and you're the one that's going to take it a long way. So if we're listening to this and we're feeling like, yeah, that's all great, but I I still can't get out of my my own head, I still feel uh, insignificant, I still feel like what I'm doing doesn't matter, What, what advice could you offer that person? I would say just to get quiet with the Lord, get in His Word and see what He says about you. Because the reality is, is, is in Ephesians 2.10, and this is one of those theme verses for the devotional, is that we are God's workmanship. And so we have to start there, that we it's an inherent significance and value because He created us in His image. And that's so, so beautiful. Like, God Himself is not in, insignificant. He is very significant. I can't think of anything more significant. And if He created us in His image, wonderfully and fearfully made, He treasures you. And, I, you know, I, and, and I think about as as a mother, when I first held my children, they hadn't done anything, um, but they were significant and valuable and priceless to me the first time I held them, and they still are. And so I think God looks at us the exact same way, like, you, I love you so much just because of who you are. When, when He created Adam and Eve and all of mankind, He looked upon His creation, and He said it was very good before they had done 
anything. And so I think that that is the key, that to know and to trust and believe that we are inherently significant. We are his workmanship. But the rest of that Ephesians 2.10 verses, we are his workmanship to do good works that he has prepared in advance for us to do. So there is good work for us to do. He does value our work. We just don't want to gain our value from the work we do. That's the key. A little goes a long way, 52 days to a significant life. Rachel Adams, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Is there anything that we missed that you want to make sure that we highlight? to start to believe, again, you're inherently significant. You already are. Um, And just to realize that every little thing you do is important. And so continue just to to do the good work that God has for you to do. The Holy Spirit will lead you and just trust that He will take it a long way. And we may not always see the tangible, immediate results this side of heaven, but one day, I believe, um, in heaven, in eternity, we'll see it. I'm Jimmy Summers from Afternoons with Heart and Humor. Something you may not know about me is I'm really conscious of what I put in my body. So I eat healthy, try to stay as active as possible. That's also why I was so excited when I heard that Dr. Kellum at the Kellum Stem Cell Institute is able to retrieve my own stem cells and place them exactly where I need them most with focused infusions. If you're ready for something more effective and a healthier way to heal, get more information at KellumStemCellInstitute.com. 